Hello, beautiful woman. Welcome to Range Woman, the variety show. Range to me is defined as the ability to take on multiple tasks or projects simultaneously, efficiently, and effectively, whilst being able to tap into and or embody the energetic states required for each of the tasks or projects with ease, flow, and grace. My name is Lala Angela Wang, and it is my intention through featuring a range of amazing women that I have come across in my life to inspire you too to follow your dreams, your desires, and creating the life of your dreams. I am a huge believer that we can all have it all in this lifetime, perhaps just not all at once. So if you so desire, join me on an amazing journey to discover your inner range. Hello, 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 gorgeous ladies of Range Woman, the variety show. So today's episode is the beginning of a series of what I call limited edition episodes around manifesting soulmates. This really started one day when I was having a conversation inside the mastermind group that I am in. And we're talking about finding, finding the soulmate in our lives and how we found our soulmate. And one of the ladies in the group, which is also going to be one of our guests in this special limited edition series, Vivi Durnham, actually talked about how she didn't manifest her soulmate, but he manifested her. This inspired me to create the series because I think we might be onto something here. There might be stories that we needed to share to really give people who has given up hope on relationship that little spark, that little reinnection to find their spark, find that relationship because I am a hopeless romantic and I deeply and truly believe that we all have a soulmate in our life that or two or three or four that is really meant to spend their life with us and create this amazing journey together. But as you will hear from this series, what every single one of the speakers and the content have in common is about the work on ourselves. Finding our soulmate isn't just about the endless search, but it is also about the endless growth and personal development work, the inside work that we have to do on ourselves. Because the more that we grow, the more that we get to the next level, the more we're likely to find the man that is a next level man. In order to find a next level man, we need to be the next level woman that is equal to his energy. 
So in today's episode, I am super, super excited to introduce you guys to Leslie Mayer. She and her husband spent 39 years together in their marriage. Actually, it's almost 40 years. And the wisdom that she has to share in her story, even though they fell in love in the 70s and times are very different, there are still plenty of similarity when it comes to the dating game, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to maintaining and keeping your soulmate in your life. It's a two-way street. Both have to do the work. And in this episode, Leslie shares so many of her golden nuggets and wisdom that has helped her maintain her marriage and keeping the spark alive for almost 40 years. So I am super excited about this episode, about this limited edition series. Without further ado, let's listen to my interview with Leslie Meyer. Hello, 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 Facebook. Oh my God, I have not been on doing a live cast for a little while now. Our very last one was, if I remember correctly, that was 11th of December last year. It's been a little while, but I'm super, super excited. This is actually a special edition for Range Woman, the variety show. During February, we all know, everybody's been reminding us Valentine's Day is coming up. And really, this was an idea where I was talking to my mastermind sisters um, back at the end of last year. We're like, do we believe that we can all manifest our soulmate? I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And I guess tomorrow, Vivi is one of my figure six mastermind sisters. She's like, oh, no, I didn't used to believe it until my hubby as she calls her boyfriend said to me that he full on manifested me i'm like oh this would be a very interesting segue or segment leading up to the launch of my program which is so magnificent it's one of my signature program and i'm super excited this year i am able to during this launch period invite some of my amazing friends on the internet to come and talk about not just their experience in manifesting their soulmate, but also how they're able to keep that relationship, keep the spark going. And it's so fitting to have our guest today, Leslie Meyer, to come on board because, believe it or not, they've been married for almost 40 years. So, I don't know about you, I'm definitely very interested to see what her secrets are and um, learn as much about attracting a soulmate as keeping the soulmate for 40 years. So without further ado, that's welcome, Leslie. Hello, Leslie. Welcome to the show. Oh, hello. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having <laughs> me on here. I'm so excited, Lala. This is, this I'm so super excited to be talking too. with you. Yeah, good, Beautiful. good to be here with all the women. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, we were talking 
just before and I was like, oh my God, you always have really pretty colors on and they suit you so well. So apparently oh, you. <laughs> you used to be a color consultant. Yeah, yeah. I started my career being a color consultant. It was just something that I, I was naturally drawn to and I felt mm. it is so important because, you know, once you learn these, 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 it's like, it's not for the women that I, you know, used to do this for, it was like once they learn their colors, the ones that suit them the best, the one that make them feel and look the most confident and, you know, their, their wrinkles go away, their freckles or whatever it is, you know, it's so good. And the wardrobe comes together and everything. And I think this is just mm. amazing. And they loved it. They absolutely loved it. So that was an offline business that I did. And it was like in the 80s. <laughs> so, 80s and 90s yeah so it's it's would been you a while. say would mm -hmm. you say having good colors on you like having the colors that brings out your complexion and everything is better than botox oh totally <laughs> totally <Yay>! totally. <laughs> totally because listen you know it's not only the wrinkles we can mm -hmm. get rid of wrinkles with the botox and you know all these amazing creams that we've got out now, the skincare, yeah. we can somewhat do that. But honestly, it's, it just makes you look so much more alive. And the Botox, you know, you, you can look a bit fake. Don't want to say that word, but yeah, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can look a bit. Bobby-like. It's a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not careful mm. and you don't know until you've done it. And I'm not, saying it's not a good idea if you really feel that's going to boost your confidence but i did wearing the different your colors with along with that it's like even so much better so much better and the makeup goes with it and you know everything yeah. else so yeah so, so it's, it's um, been fun might be a little bit off topic but before i ask you who you are and what you do because i know some of my audience may not know you what color were you wearing on your first date with your husband Holy cow. <laughs> do I remember that or do I mm. not? Um, it was probably blue. Oh. Because, yeah, because I love blue. I always love blue. Yep. But when I did my colors, I learned <clears throat> which ones, which blues were the best. Yes. The tones and the shades and everything because there is a difference. Yeah. Oh, dear. Like, it, it was strange. Well, I'll tell you about it in a minute. What? <laughs> I don't remember. It was probably blue, though. Probably blue. And we went out for a first date. Well, that's it not was, ruin the surprise for now. <laughs> no, no. Because, you know, my date was not a planned date. We were just going to meet somewhere. Mm. But I'll get into that in a bit. Okay, definitely. Yeah. Well, first of all, tell us who you are and what do you do? Okay, so... So my name is Leslie, we all know that. And I was originally born in Toronto. I'm 65 and I left home at a very young age. I left home when I was 16. I went searching for my voice and I followed my heart and I went to live in Israel. I met someone at uh, summer camp. It was in this youth organization there. And he moved to Israel and later on I, I joined him and I came so, you know, at the time I was 16 and we were together for three years. Unfortunately, he died in a car accident. I was in that too. And 
this was, you know, a, a traumatic time for me and years passed. And I, you know, recovered from that loss in that relationship. And actually he, you know, he, you know, he was in my mind, but I had to move on because there was no getting back together. This is not, you know, mm. this was a definite loss. And I was in another relationship with someone and that lasted for, you know, a few years. And then he dumped me, you know, at a very vulnerable time in my life, which many of us probably have experienced. And mm. these times, you know, these times that I went through those emotional, uh, traumatic, traumatic type of um, instances in my life, I sort of shut down my, my emotions in order mm. to cope and really, you know, just... Um, get on with my life, which is what I knew I had to do. And yep. after I started opening them up again, I realized that in order to allow anybody else into my life, I have to open these up. I have to feel mm. within myself and be connected to myself because we can't just take a few emotions here and a few there and then not, you know, you don't get a full experience if you're only tasting a few things, you know, if you only yes. take out one little spice or something like that and just take the spice there's nothing else mm. You're, it's not a whole meal so no, it's not a spice I, mix <laughs> mm, no 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 so that's what i did and i opened up and later on and then i met my husband which i'll get on to a little bit later and so we've uh, you know we live in israel i've been in israel mm -hmm. since and we've grown you know our family together we've got three beautiful adult children we've got two granddaughters and we live in entrepreneurial life we've got a successful family business and you know being an entrepreneur you know what that's like you know you've got everything it's like this whole basket of the joys the rewards the challenges it all goes in together there you can't separate them so that's no. our life yeah and you know since i you know i've been I was in the family business and then I stepped down out, out of that when my children started um, you know, joining in it too. So there was just, they took up my spots, but it was perfectly fine for me because what happened was during this time, I could see that there were many women, unfortunately, that were not having success in their relationship. They were, you know, feeling very distant with their husband. I could see that on the outside, everything was going mm -hmm. well, but... You know, sometimes you know that inside there's a lot of tension going on there. And it's, yeah. So what happened was I could see the stress and the guilt. What happens when you've got to split up and then there's children involved. And that can be really difficult for the kids. So they were feeling guilty about that. And, you know, for some, it might have been just like the cover-up of the outside show how, you know, how I'm supposed to present myself on the outside, but actually knowing what's going on deep down inside that's that's the thing that keeps you up at night mm. you know thinking about what am i going to do feeling so distant within your relationship not having that connection that you set out to you know we, at the beginning what do we do we we get married we think we're going to last forever together there's no uh, you know thought about this, this is not going to be you know how it is or anything like that so we just you know keep on functioning without really knowing what to do and this is what's expanded from all of this is that I found that during our relationship and this marriage, this wonderful marriage that we have together, we have actually built a legacy for our children. 
because this is something like they experience firsthand mm. you know what it's like to be in a you know to be with parents and be in an atmosphere with a loving and understanding and supportive type of you know partnership that goes on and a relationship is a partnership in in every single way there's you know there's no doubt about that for sure so it's just been something that we can this is a beautiful gift that we are able to give to our children because they've experienced it all their life and you know it's it's something that i want to pass down you know as i've mm. been able to take this time now that i'm not working in the family business i've been able to take this time to be able to help other women with that you know the ones that feel that they're in long-term relationships and they are committed to making it work yeah they want to make it work but they just they've come up with you know issues and it's just been a you know a difficult situation for them walking around on eggshells avoiding fights you know all of that type of thing yeah so that's how i do support women privately i work with them i coach them privately and we work together too you know just to build this up so they can repair everything that's been going mm. on in their relationship and and make it work together yeah i love so, when you said oh. that you're building a legacy for your kids because in today's society it's more and more rare to have parents that are together but also having a really <clears throat> loving relationship and you guys are absolutely setting a great example not just for your kids but for the people around you to see mm -hmm. that it is possible yeah yeah it and it definitely is possible there are certain elements that you need to understand and be aware of and be willing to possibly do some inner work that you weren't planning on at the beginning <laughs> like hello that's what happens in personal development yeah. and you know i find that the more personal development that i that i go through that i do in myself the better our relationship is mm. it's just the natural outcome yeah it just it's just inevitable so let's go back a few steps or maybe okay. more like 40 years <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like our 40-year anniversary you... is in April. Oh, yay! Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. So how did you manifest? Did you Do you believe you manifested your husband? And if so, how? Well, I believe that I had to be ready for him. Mm. And when I was ready, he came into our life. You know, we met through a mutual friend. And... This is something that I, you know, because his friend knew me and he knew him and he said, Leslie, he's your guy. He's for <laughs> you. And interestingly enough, my husband had been sending me these uh, little, you know, just, you know, say hi to Leslie, just send regards and just been dropping these little tips, and these little, you know, <laughs> it's not even, yeah, just little drips along no. the way. And when it came time, I just, I knew I had to reach out because he'd been sending them all the time and it was now up to me to respond to them or not. I would just say, okay, say hi back, you know, and <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So how did he so send I, these hints? Because obviously this through is this back mutual in Through this friend, 70s. Oh, so yeah. you've got a messenger, like a human mm. messenger, not the phone. Yes. No phones. Oh goodness, we didn't no. even have regular phones because here in Israel no they were a little bit further behind and honestly there was a public phone where I lived in the mm. you know the community that I lived but 
Yeah. I actually did have to phone him once through that. And I phoned his parents home. That's where he was. He wasn't living there then, but I had to through them. Like it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> to arrange. It was back in the day. Technology was nothing like it is today. Mm. <laughs> so then what happened? Okay. So we decided to meet and I, we lived about an hour and a quarter apart by car. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not that I was just going to be by chance meeting him somewhere. It had to be an, an arranged meeting. Mm. And this is sort of a, you know, a crazy story, but I was in the South and he was in the North and we decided to meet in the middle in Tel Aviv. And I was going, I had dancing lessons and I decided, you know, to learn jazz. I like, love, always love dancing. And I went to my lessons and I said, okay, well, I'll be in Tel Aviv. We can meet after there. And then he said, okay. And so I said, but I have to, I can only meet for like half an hour because the meetings were, you know, my lessons were in the evening. Mm. And then I had to get back home and this was buses and I had to get somebody to pick me up because there was like about 10, five, 10 kilometers to where I lived. And I, you know, I didn't have a car and there were no buses at that time because it was mm. going to be late. So I said, so I can only meet, you know, for about half an hour or something like that. And he said, well, I'll take you home. And I said, okay, are you sure? And he said, yeah, maybe. And he said, what do you mean maybe? You know, because <laughs> he loved joking and he loved, you know, yeah. poking at me and stuff like that. And when we were on our date, this it was a huge date. We went into this, I think it was a bar and we each ordered some Coke, like a huge date, you know, type of thing. And I was in, after sweating from dancing and all that, that's how we met, you know, it was not, nothing romantic. And, and then on the way home, he said, yeah, well, I don't know, maybe I'll take you down, just down to the corner there to, and I said, no, 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 no. I was starting to freak out and he was just poking at me again. And that almost killed our relationship. Like I almost was not willing to continue after that because I felt he was making fun of me. And he thought that was so much fun, you know, being very sarcastic <laughs> and sassy. And, oh gosh, you know, those young guys, they were just out of the army and everything like that. Yeah. You know, the, it's mandatory here and, oh, please, no. <laughs> but anyhow, I gave him another chance. <laughs> it, it all worked, well, obviously it all worked out from there. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was our first date. That's, so I feel I was ready for him and he was also ready for me. Mm. You know, we had both in, been in different relationships and before and not on rebounds immediate rebounds or anything like that that sometimes can work out but not always mm. Mm. it's so cute because i can imagine back in the days that's not that's not a proper way to do your first date was it it's not even conventional it's like you know as a lady you're meant to be dressed up already and after your dance class <laughs> Yeah, you know it's but meant it's okay. to be. It was fun. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, Israel is kind of a laid-back type of country in that mm. informal, and even when you get dressed up, like the women get dressed up office, uh, you know, very often, but the men sometimes can be really casual or really casual. Like he was wearing right. just a plaid shirt and jeans and whatever. I I did too. I think I don't know. What I, like I really don't know what I was wearing, but it was probably blue, like I said. <laughs> I know this might sound like an odd question. And a lot of people might go, well, duh, of course. Okay. But 
What do you think are the biggest difference between dating back in the 70s and dating now? But then also what can you see as some of the common themes that still exist? Okay, well, first of all, the dad part is the technology. I mean, that's yeah. was completely out of the out of the question there. There was like I said that we didn't even have mm. hardly hardly phones, never mind mm. anything else. So there was, you know, nothing online or anything like that. You meet in person. That's yeah. how you date. Otherwise, it just doesn't happen. Mm. And I think the the one of the big differences is that it's so easy now to dismiss the other person because what do you i'm interested because just by text yeah not interested flick by next scroll 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 because you've got such a a wide variety of people let's say on these dating sites or something like that which i've actually never been on but mm -hmm. i know how you know how they work so you can look and you can decide who you want to connect with just by what they look like just what they their fancy little bio that they're right there and you could say this is or is not for me but when mm. you meet in person you you get to see the facial expressions you get to see the body language you get to feel the presence of this other person mm. and those things are so much more important than yeah. the initial pose picture or the couple of lines or how many you get i don't know how many you get in there but mm. yeah so that's one of the big differences but one of the i think something that does that has stayed the same all these years is that in the end you're left with yourself and that one person yeah. when you get together you know you've got to, you've got to learn the other person whether it's at the beginning or later on down the road and there's no way out of it if you're going to be living together in a long-term relationship mm. then that's what you you've got to be with this person you've got to understand and yeah. decide it's going to be a partnership mm. like i said you know it's a partnership in every single way it's yeah. a loving partnership and each one has to find their own place there in it and that's a very big part of also what i what i do with these women because you know i help them understand more of being in feminine energy is actually what will help the relationship mm. and not you know come out to be so strong and you know and powerful because yeah, I mean, men want to, they don't want to compete with us. They want to love us. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us so. a bit more about that. Because <clears throat> I, I love the conversations around masculine, masculine energy and feminine energy. And I think our society today has kind of misunderstood the word mm. feminine as weak and masculine as almost like headbutting and confrontational so how do you think by tapping into our feminine we're actually enhancing our relationship okay that's an absolutely fantastic point that today mm. it's you know the the ideas of people have is not quite i guess what what it is maybe you know if you've done a lot of if you're really into that you'll understand it but otherwise it could be you know that women feel okay i'm in feminine energy because i'm wearing a dress today i got my makeup mm. on i got my botox you know i love that my yes. heels. but that has absolutely nothing to do with it absolutely nothing to do with it the feminine energy is so much more 
a receiving and trusting mm. and a so it's actually a softness but within that softness there is so much power there is mm. so much power it comes with the confidence and it comes with being absolutely okay and trusting that you are you're absolutely perfect the way you are mm. not that there's not any room for improvement of course as we all can but this type of you know being the softness and allowing him to come into his masculine energy which is what he was born to do it's you know he's he was come he's come here to be in a provider mode and to yeah. be a support system and if we take that away from him we're emasculating him and all he can do from there is either fight with it until he either mm -hmm. gives up or we split and if he gives up then he he, he actually goes more into his feminine energy. And I'm not saying that type of relationship is bad because mm. some women want to have the control, the complete control. And, you know, if uh, it all comes from our background too, whether we've had, you know, strong, um, you know, upbringings with mm. feminine or masculine energy or wounded energies that come from all of these, then that all comes into play. But when, if we expect or desire our men to be, a masculine uh, figure in our life, then we, we shouldn't compete with that. Mm. We actually have to, you know, just take a breather and, and let him do what he's good <laughs> chill. at. Chill. Yeah, totally chill and let him do what he's good at, what he really wants to mm. do. And then we get the beautiful balance because we create the loving and warming, warm, you know, relationship and the atmosphere within Mm. our you know the home and the you know our between us in the relationship for our children to see for this beautiful legacy the gift that we can pass on to them mm. and if we take that role not being a you know a, a softy not being um you know someone that's a that doesn't speak up for herself not being in mm. weak feminine energy and there's a big difference or push there. over Oh, yeah, yeah, that, mm. that's not what I mean. It's mm. being in your true feminine energy, which yeah. has so much power, so much power. And she can, it's just magical, that energy. I know, you know, it's, <laughs> it's I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Being in feminine energy. <laughs> so I, much. I really feel that and I really feel connected with what you said. Reason being, I've lived in situations where I was in my masculine and not knowing I'm actually emasculating my ex-husband. Mm -hmm. And I remember we had this conversation. He's like, well, you can just decide since you decide on everything anyway everything. and you decide at work. I'm like, but that's not what I want. I want a man that could man up and make decisions. But now looking back, I realize. I was actually the one that's sending the mixed signal where on the one hand, I want a man to lead, but I'm actually bossing him around. So then if he really truly loves me, he wouldn't fight it. So then it just becomes this almost like passive aggressive in the conflict, in the relationship. Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, especially, you know, the women that I work with are, you know, high achieving women and they've got this bossy energy because they've got their, their business to run mm. or their position to hold within the business and they need to be bossy there. They need to hold themselves and be this strong energy. And, you know, we, we know that there are things in life that we have to do in masculine energy. 
it's just, you know, because everything we do is masculine energy, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, if we've got kids that run the household in the business, you know, these are doing things. Mm. But um, when we carry that over into our relationship, this is the biggest downfall I see in women. They've got a successful business, but they, they don't have a successful relationship. Exactly, mm. exactly because of this, because they don't know how to transfer and shift into the feminine energy, mm. <clears throat> excuse me, within the relationship. And then you get the clashes and then you get the bossy and then you get the mixed signals. And yeah, th those are, those are the things. <laughs> mm. Wow. So with your wisdom, mm -hmm. how do you think as modern day woman that we could do those transitions easier from our doing at our job or our career or business to being the feminine energy at home and still not being like a complete pushover or being the you know the ones that's got no boundary and allowing the men to just push over yeah mm -hmm. yeah okay so i think first of all being aware of it is mm. the first the very first step we need to do we need to understand that this is an issue and understand where everything is coming from. That's big. Yeah. That takes a yeah. lot of courage. Yeah. It does. It does. To own up to it, to take the self-responsibility mm. in that. Yeah. Because we can rekindle. We can shift our relationship. We can, you know, bring back the spark and the love mm. and the passion that was once there. But, but not being the one that's trying to fight. Yeah. You know, and the, the, I... You know, I have to say that there are certain relationships and certain times in relationships when this tension, it, it might be good, you know, it, just to bring out the playfulness. Yeah. But if it is a playfulness and it's not, you know, the, the common theme that goes on every day in, mm. in life with, within you two as in a relationship. So I, I think, you know, being, and being intentional about, about you're going to make this relationship work and it's a partnership. And that's something mm. people forget. And we go into this as thinking, okay, this is wonderful. I'm, I met my soulmate. I'm totally in love. The honeymoon phase is amazing. And then life sets in. Mm. Guess what? Guess what? You're actually living with this person for how many years? And then life comes in, you know, and, and it's supporting each other during these challenges. It's, being there for them and understanding and not trying to you know take over and show them what to do all the time and trusting um you know just also being you know and sharpening your communication skills too mm. because that's something that we need to learn i've been in my feminine energy most of my life and that's what got me through almost all the difficult situations that i've been in I've really been mostly in my, you know, feminine energy. So that's, that's helped me along. But the, like I spoke about at the beginning, my emotions were locked on lockdown. Mm. I created a little black box and put the key safely away. And I'm really happy that I didn't throw that key away because, <laughs> you know, I think uh, there were times mm. that I wanted to, I really wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. And in order for me to, you know, once, my husband said to me, you know, he knew about my past, but he said, you don't talk about it much. 
And I realized that's true, you know. And once I decided that, okay, I will open up and be even more vulnerable because that's something we need to do within a relationship because otherwise they don't understand. They don't know what's mm. going on. They're not mind readers. They absolutely don't know what's going on inside of us, inside no. of our, our brain. And we've got a lot going on with the emotions and with our thoughts, you know. So once I actually did open up and, st and did express these things to him more and be more even more vulnerable then we got even closer because he's feel he feels part of it mm -hmm. and he understands me more and i understand him more as he opens up and you know it's 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 a process the whole the whole relationship thing is just a big process and you get to look back and see where you were and look back where you are and look at where you are and mm -hmm. still you know thrive and strive for even better and better along the way that is amazing. Okay, well, um, final question. Okay. What's your tip on keeping the spark alive in a relationship? <laughs> okay, well, I have to say, let me think about the tip that keeps the spark alive because this really does, it all works in together. Mm. We need to, okay, here it is. Here's the tip. Um, the, the way someone else feels when they're around us, the way your man feels when he's around you is what's going to keep him wanting to be with you. Mm. If he feels good, if he feels loved, if he feels safe, that's one of the most important things for men. They want to feel safe mm. that to open up to you because, yeah. you know, some women think they're only out there for the sex. You know, and I agree when they're 20 years old, 16 years old, yeah, that's a mm -hmm. big part of it, a big part of it. But as they grow older, as they mature, the more spiritual side comes into it. Mm. And whether they know it or not, because they've got these bonds, they've got, they're emotionally attached now, which at the beginning it was just going to have some fun. But being, um, being able to open up and feel safe is really 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 important there so i you know letting him in letting him feel safe when he's around you that's going to keep him and that and that then, yeah i would say that's the number one tip be aware of how yeah. he feels in your presence mm. yeah that is so good that is a golden nugget right there thank you so yeah. much Lindsay. <laughs> Oh, good, good. My pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> so I, I do want to spread this, you know, yeah. to the women of the world because it's, it's, it's so easy these days to just, you know, split up, get divorced. No, that's so sad. Been, it is. Been it there, is. done that. Like a lot of people come to me thinking I would encourage people to be separated if a relationship doesn't work. But because I've been there, done that, it's like, I don't want to see another person going through what I had to go through. Like, imagine if I knew what I know now. It probably wouldn't yeah. have happened. Most likely not. Most likely not. So Tanya yeah. said, you're 100% on the money. What you have taught me. Oh, <laughs> thank you so, so much. Good. Thank you so, so much, Tanya. So if somebody would desire to work with you on their relationship, yes. how do they find you, Leslie? Okay, so I do everything on my personal profile, like on my personal page. Everything is there. And I do master classes there. And I do all my posting there. 
So you can, you know, definitely come and have a look at what's going on. And of course, reach out to me personally, you know, the message. And, you know, I really enjoy working with women one-on-one -on -one so I can fully support them mm. because these are such personal things and they're so, um, so different between relationships, you know, within each yeah. relationships, even though there are common threads that happen and go on. But definitely these are, you know, personal things and I love working. I, I love that intimate type of connection, that close connection. And I, I feel that it's the most productive also. Mm. and I can help them support them so you know and I have different options of how to work with me one-on-one -on -one. and yeah so definitely work out you know just reach out to me or you know or check. stalk you <laughs> stalk me oh yes be the creepy neighbor there <laughs> Well, good. Leslie, okay. thank you so, so, so much. Every time I check in with you, when I'm stalking you on your personal oh, profile, you don't stalk. You always <laughs> no. <laughs> I show my presence. You yeah. always offer so much value, and I really appreciate you coming on this thank podcast you so much. today. Thank you. It's been so much fun. Thank you so, so much. And I love you know anybody that's going to watch the replay, you know, listen and just pick up anything that you can find that will take you know that you can take to your heart and maybe mm. make some shifts in your relationship and see what you know how that was going to help you okay <laughs> thank you so much oh. thank oh, you this has been exciting to you guys for watching yeah i will see you guys next time thank bye. you thank you bye bye everyone bye bye Hello, gorgeous ladies. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and you would love to find out more about how you too can find your soulmate and keep him for life, Soulnificent is my signature relationship program that has had a lot of successes since its launch in 2020. Inside this program, we don't just teach you how to attract your soulmate. We go down to the beginning, find the wounds that we needed to heal from past relationships, help you manifest your soulmate, attract him, and finally, keeping him for life. So whether you are on the path to find your soulmate, or if you're already in a soulmate relationship and would love to find out how you can take it to the next level and keep him for life, this is the program for you. If you are interested, please reach out and contact me on all social media platforms at Angela Wayne The Womanly Way or at The Womanly Way on Instagram. Alternatively, you can email me on Angela at AngelaWayne.com.au. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you are listening on. Share this podcast with your friends and follow at The Womanly Way on Instagram for glimpses behind the scenes, teasers of upcoming content, and juicy snippets of the best interviews. Or if you prefer to watch the show live and interact with my guest tonight, Feel free to follow me on Facebook or YouTube at Angela Wang, The Womanly Way. Catch you in the next episode.